magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome to the Touch Arcade Show, episode number 487. And today is the uh, this is the jazz edition of the Touch Arcade Show because uh, we don't really have a bunch to talk about. We're recording early on a Thursday. Uh, it was kind of not a bunch of stuff happening this week anyway. And uh, Did I send you my just... cheese it video. You can do a live reaction no. to this while you live do the reaction intro. to it. That this is we're we're throwing things together off the cuff for this episode. So freeform jazz podcasting is what this is. And uh, speaking apparently of apparently you like send me something. Speaking of, yeah, hang on, I'm looking for it. I apparently take too many dumbass photos. Speaking of um so I don't know which of these videos is the is the best one. So I'm just going to send you the first one that comes up. And if it's, oh yeah, no, I think this is the best one. Um, so this, the, I was really, with my poison ivy, I was extremely leaky a couple of days ago. Yeah. And uh, this video is the result. But. Um, Sticking to the sheets. Yeah, it was bad. Um, the, uh, I'm being advertised on Instagram, uh, Simpsons. This kind of dovetails into what we were talking about last week. Um, Lo-fi, uh, like, chill playlists, but advertised with, like, Simpsons gifts that have video filters on top of them. It's really odd. Like, I, this is, like, my, my primary Instagram ad that I see now. Huh. Uh, hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. I want to watch your video, but it keeps switching my AirPods. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know how to make it not do that. You don't really need audio. Can I play it without audio, or is it gonna? Nope. Oh my fucking god! You know it's it's good that Apple has figured out the magic of. Oh yeah, it's Jared right now. <laughs> oh god! Why did you do that? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Nothing, nothing to do this week. Did you post that anywhere? No. Oh my God. That is the worst thing I've ever seen. So did you want me to even yeah, explain I'm, what I just I'm watched? Curious. Yeah. I wanted your live oh reaction. You muted yourself. I feel sick. Sorry. I had to, I had to mute myself. Uh, Eli just sent me a video of his poison Ivy arm leaking. And then, uh, uh, scooping up the leak with a cheese it and eating it. <laughs> oh my God, that is the grossest thing. That tops rando chick licking the the airplane toilet seat. No as, way! As, Come on. Yeah, that was pretty bad. It's your own juice. It's uh. How do you delete videos from messages? Because I don't want to accidentally ever see this again. You should show it to Pam first. No, no, no. Oh, God, why does... Okay. I'm having a, some serious uh, AirPods auto-switching problems here. Yeah, that, that's... I, I wish that there was a way... 
Now, I, I feel like I have this problem constantly with Apple stuff and that like mm-hmm. they try to make it so like idiot proof that like if you mm-hmm. that I, I feel like it doesn't matter like what the product is. I'm just like constantly in these like weird situations where like the behavior that exists because like Apple wants it to be super convenient mm-hmm. actually makes it like really irritating. Yeah. And, and like AirPods. Yeah. Uh, automatic switching is like such a good example of that. I think there yeah. has to be a way you can turn that off though, right? I think so. I just wish, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I'm not sure. I think the, the, the intelligence of it determining when to switch is really dumb. Cause if it's like, if I have my, if I have AirPods connected to the computer, but I'm not playing or doing anything through the speakers and then you pick up your phone and you play something, it makes sense. You'd want to switch to that. To switch to the thing that seems like it has your attention, right? Yeah. And that's, I think, what it tries to do. But, like, in this case right now, like, AirPods are connected to a thing. I'm on a Skype call. It shouldn't deviate from that, right? Yeah. Because you're on a Skype call with your headphones. So even if you're playing something on your phone that uses audio, you would think it would be smart enough to know, like, this dude's on a Skype call that pro- he probably doesn't want to get taken off, off of that. But right. Yeah, and know, see, same so. thing with the... Uh, being on a voice call on your iPhone. Like there should be mm-hmm. like that. If, if you're doing that, like your AirPods should absolutely hundred percent be locked to your iPhone for yeah. the duration of yeah. the call. And then like when it's over, then sure. Yeah. Yeah. I had a fun situation the other day where, uh, I got a phone call and then, um, it played through, I had my ear, my other ear pods in the in-ear ones. And then, um, took them out when the, call came in because i wanted to answer it on my phone phone and then it started playing through my airpods max that were like on my my nightstand over here Mm. like across the room and i could hear the audio through that and i was like how did you think that was the what i wanted to do those aren't even on my head (laughs) i wish that you could um so like you know how if you noodle around like your wi-fi settings on your mac you can set like a priority order for like what networks Mm -hmm. you want to connect to like i wish you could do that with like because I feel like the AirPod switching on paper is such a good idea, mm-hmm. but I want to set like um like a priority list of like I always want them connected to my iPhone when I'm on a call. Uh, yeah. If not, if I'm on a, like a Voice over IP thing, I want them on my Mac. Like, and yeah. then you know, kind of kind of from there is sort of irrelevant, yeah. right? But yeah, I will say that like uh, when it works, it's good, and it works ninety five percent of the time. Like, it's not yeah. often that it screws up, but when it screws up, it's like a royal like, what were you thinking? doing all this and like it's a it's some sort of like weird embarrassing screw up where it's like sorry there's uh, my phone calls playing from across the room yeah i because it's it's not just airpods either it's like the ios audio routing Mm -hmm. across the board can sometimes get really crazy when you have other stuff hooked up because like i've got um an alexa thing in my bathroom that i use Mm -hmm. basically just as a bluetooth speaker i mean i got it on i think for free on prime day or something like that you know right just um so I'll, I'll ask it to pair my phone and, and play like podcasts while I'm taking a shower or whatever. And, um, yeah. and yeah, same deal. Like sometimes I'll answer my phone and I'll be like playing the audio in my, my bathroom Alexa, which makes no sense to me. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Um, so before the show, we were talking about inflatables, <laughs> uh, because we were, you were talking about kayaks and I brought up inflatable kayaks and then, um, it made me think of uh, my buddy just got an inflatable hot tub and they're kind of awesome. And I think I'm going to get one. 
but like oh, yeah. uh, I, I've, I've heard like <sighs> weirdly good things about him yeah so like i've wanted a hot tub for a long time like that's like my thing sitting in a hot tub it's my jam but um it's the kind of thing where it's like a few thousand dollars at least or if you yeah. want to get even like a halfway decent one like five six thousand like whatever and they and to be fair like they come they're very cool nowadays with like tons of bluetooth oh, connection yeah, yeah. crap and, nice. and whatever but like that's out of the realm of, of how bad i want one not yeah. like six thousand dollars bad not like take out a loan bad so um and even like used like i don't really want to use hot yeah, tub but, hot tub seems weird <clears throat> Um, and then there's like Costco and other places like that make like, um, I guess they're like injection molded ones or something like that where they're like a lot simpler. They're a lot like cheaper, but still a couple thousand dollars, but they're like actual hot tubs. Like they're definitely smaller and not as many snazzy features, but they have like yeah. jets and a pump See, that's a, that's a, well, I mean, our hot tub came with the house, you know, I probably wouldn't have mm-hmm. bought one cause I'm in the yeah. same boat as you are. It's like, oh, that'd be cool, but not thousands of dollars. Yeah. Cool. Um, right. but it's, it's really simple. And I was shooting the shit with the lady that, um, we have a hot tub store that I, like get the water tested and they tell you what chemicals yeah. to put in and all that stuff. Um, I was shooting the shit about how it was kind of a bummer that like our hot tub is so simple. And she uh-huh. says, she's like, no, that is exactly what you want. Because like yeah. most of our service calls is from these people that like, you know, they get like the Cadillac of hot tubs and yeah. they're like, paying us to come out and like fix the led lights on it or like the like <laughs> yes, someone yeah, got like totally. water and like the the bluetooth uh <laughs> speaker like aux port or something like that yeah it's like yeah. all you want is jets on or off like anything else yeah, is extra totally. and it's just other dumb junk that's gonna break and yeah um i, don't I know. agree you could say that about so many things nowadays like um i remember when we bought our washer and dryer and it's like tough because everything's like fancy schmancy yeah. connected whatever and it's like you know, people actually seek out like the old school, like washers and dryers that are just yeah. like basic because you can fix them really easily and they're really dependable. And compared to like, and I, I guess you could say the same thing about like cars and stuff too, like cars, you need yeah. like computers now to fix. And so, but anyway, so yeah, so Costco makes like these much cheaper and simpler, but still pretty expensive hot tubs. They and go then, on like um, major sale. Like yeah, they in the do. end of the season too. Like when it. When but it I always a- wonder because their sales are like three thousand, and now it's like twelve hundred, and you're like, was it three thousand before? <laughs> like, yeah. It feels yeah. like one of those made up sales. But but anyway, um, and so then below that, the rung below that is inflatable hot tubs, and like Coleman and a couple other brands make them, um, and they're actually pretty cool. So like they're more in like the four to six hundred dollar range, and um. They inflate, they actually inflate themselves, um, and then they come with a filter, and they actually do have, like, jets. They're not, like, full-blown, yeah. shoot-you-in-the-back type jets, but they're, like, jets that create the hot tub effect, basically. Um, the only weird part about them is that you actually, you sit on the ground. You can buy, like, inflatable, like, seats and stuff, so you're not sitting on the ground, but you kind of want to anyway, because they're only... Yeah, they're not very like, deep, right? Like Yeah, they're, like, you know, a- above knee-high, barely. So, um, yeah, you want to be adequately submerged, you're going to be sitting on the ground anyway. But the ground is inflated, or the, the, the floor of it is inflated, too. And so it's not so bad to sit on. And um, comes with a cover, comes with a filter... Um, and comes with jets and, and uh, the other bummer about it is it takes a really long time to heat up. So if you like want to sit in it at night 
like fired up like in the morning. So, you know, it'll be, oh, it only gets up to like 103 or 104, I think. But. So, so two things there, 104 is the maximum that consumer hot tubs can be like, there's, there's rules oh, okay. about that. So that's, that's just normal, uh-huh. but, um, that's too hot anyway. <laughs> with that, is it, is it designed for you to just keep it running all the time? Because like, that's how, that's how you're supposed to do like these like normal hot tubs. You just keep them running all the time. Mm-hmm. And you have like the huge insulated cover on top. Because mm-hmm. then it just kicks on every now and again and just like warms up a little mm-hmm. bit versus like the energy yeah. expense of you being like, oh, I want to use a hot tub. Let's heat up the water yeah. from 60 degrees. I'm not sure. I, I want to say they're not designed that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think it wouldn't matter if you did. Um, I think you might just because the filtering system's probably a lot more simplistic and smaller that you might have to like, yeah, I, I guess, know, would do you, more maintenance. Would you bother with chemicals in that? Or would you just kind of like yeah. flush the water when you're done with it? No, no, no. Yeah. You just, you have like a little, uh, chlorine tablet bobber thing. will keep you going or whatever. And huh. you do the same thing, like test the water and make sure it's good. But so my buddy that got it, his girlfriend's brother is a pool guy. And, um, and, uh, they were telling him about that. And he's like, Oh yeah, those things are awesome. Actually what you want to do and I can help you do it is turn it into a salt hot tub. And then you don't have to worry about chemicals at all. Yeah. And, um, so that's what I think they're going to do now. And so I'm like following along closely with this whole thing because I want to see how it goes for them because, uh, you know, the four to $600 range is, is, is more, seems like more realistic for me getting a hot tub and I don't need something big. Like I think I'd be the only one that's ever using it. Yeah. I'm the only one that uses ours. So, it just but yeah, that was kind of cool. Oh, and then the the other thing that surprised me about it is um, the walls are rigid enough that you can like sit on them, even though it's inflatable, oh, really? which I thought, thought was really oh. surprising. But yeah, so yeah, that's cool. I've you know. I've heard um, I know a couple of people that have those, and they're like very surprised by how good they actually were for because you would think like yeah. oh, inflatable hot tub that's going to be a total piece of shit, right? Like. That's what I would thought, yeah. Because, like, I remember all those, like, uh, inflatable baby pools and stuff like that, yeah, as a kid. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even got for your kid, you know. It's like, all right, these are good mm-hmm. for, like, two uses, maximum. Yeah. Well, that's also, like, uh, any inflatable crap we buy for our pool is, like, you buy the the lounge floaties or whatever. You're just planning on buying a new one next year because they get so gross and they're not really worth saving, which is very sad and wasteful of us. But also, I don't know, <laughs> you can't keep them clean, so... Why, um, actually, um, yeah, we're really getting, it really, this is the jazz episode. I'm sorry if anyone, we're really, really getting in the week. It's just like nothing that happened this week in the mobile game world after. Yeah. It's like really. Apple, like cleared the runway with the Apple arcade thing and everyone else is like, Oh shit. All right. We're not. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> we're not launching anything, but, um, the, uh, so I, speaking of floaties, I went on this, um, like total wild goose chase on the internet to, mm-hmm. um, because like, so you know, when you go to like a water park or like do like the river tubing or whatever, like they have like commercial grade, like heavy duty yeah. things, you know, cause they're yeah. designed to be used every day by random kids a and people, people that like yeah. don't give a shit about it. Right. Right. Um, and I was like, I'm so tired of, um, cause you know, you buy like the, the Walmart tube and it's good for like a couple of uses, you know, like maybe yeah. a season, like maximum, but like, right. you know, my opinion, it's like. In my experience, is like you bump into a rock once and it's got a leak, and then you're always That's like yeah. fighting against like keeping that patched, and the valves mm-hmm. aren't very good, and you know all this mm-hmm. other stuff, right? So I was just like, 
and it's not like they're particularly cheap either. I mean, a two from Walmart's like 15 bucks, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was like, let me try to figure out like who the company is that makes the tubes for the water parks and just mm-hmm. buy like real water park tubes. Like they'll be more expensive, but like I know they're good. So it turns out there's um, most of the water parks get and, and tube rental places get their um, get their stuff from a company in Canada called Tube Pro. And I think it's just like tubeproinc.com or something like that. And mm-hmm. you can you can just buy their like you know non branded tubes basically or just you know mm-hmm. without any custom printing on them or whatever for mm-hmm. uh, like forty bucks a piece. Wow, so that's not bad. I bought a set of those and they're like seriously they're a real fucking deal, man. I'm, I was really yeah. impressed with them. So interesting. Um, okay, they're so forty four inch tube, which might be a little big for your pool, but um, yeah. But also, if you're just sitting in it, who cares? But yeah. like. Uh, I'm I'm a big advocate of like I'll pay more for something once than less for something multiple times over the same yeah. amount of of time that the more expensive thing would last, and um, that sounds like that kind of situation. Because yeah. same thing with like our our flat floaties for the pool that you just lay on, uh, they're like twenty bucks, and it's like okay, not that big a deal to buy one every year because the other one got all scraped up or gross, and they're also annoying to store. Um, yeah. So you just look at it as like, well, I'll just spend 20 bucks a year. But also, if I bought one for 40 bucks a year that wouldn't get all gross and scraped up and leak, yeah, well, I probably would do that. So that was, that was the other thing with, with these guys. It's like I, I actually called them and talked to a human about this because their website's kind of weird. But, um, mm. you know, I was, like, I was like, hey, you know, we don't really have a great place to store these. Like, can you just mm-hmm. leave them outside? Because your website mentions they're like UV resistant. But does that mean like you can yeah. leave them out and it doesn't matter or like or what and he's like yeah like it's fine just you know whatever just leave him outside who cares yeah (laughs) he's like like, you know i they they have an expected you know expected life for a normal person of you know like three to five years depending on how you treat them but that's assuming you just leave them out in the sun and all this stuff so i was like damn that's way better than the shitty walmart tube so well you know a water park's not like collecting their hundreds of those and oh, putting yeah. them in like, like safe oh, storage or anything like I mean, that. Make sure so. these are covered with a tarp, you know, like, yeah, that's yeah. not how it works. So hmm. I might have to order some specialty tubes from Canada. Well, yeah. I was thinking it'd be cool to, um, cause they'll print whatever you want on them too, you know, but I don't know. Oh, really? the, I don't know what the minimum quantity would be to get something <laughs> custom printed on them. But that would be cool. Let's build a barrier around my house of tubes yeah. in case any more cars want to try and drive into my house. They'll just bounce off. There you go. <laughs> But like the inflation valve on them is so good that you can inflate them to the point that they're like hard, like a real like water park tube and stuff. It's cool. Really? Like really huh. impressed by them. Yeah. That sounds very yeah. worth the money. Tube to Pro. Me. Check it out. You're just, you can probably Pro. just Google Tube Pro. It's probably your first thing comes up. But Is there anything Canada can't do better than everyone else? And they shipped really fast too. I was like, I had them really? in a couple of days. I was really surprised. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh so you reminded me of this since we're meandering. <laughs> um, the same friend who bought the hot tub, um, we were like all hanging out one all, I don't know, doing what you do, bullshit, and talking about whatever. And um, yeah, the the topic of hot dog rollers came up, oh, like roller dogs. Yeah, yeah, the the ones you you see at a gas station where they just roll forever. Yeah, I would never eat one of those. And uh, so we were like, oh, I wonder if you can buy those for like your home. And you look it up and sure enough, there's like several types on Amazon you can get. And um, so my buddy Todd buys one 
And it's like you, you could buy like the five hundred dollar like legit would go in a gas station like commercial version, or you could buy like I, I think it was like sixty bucks for like a, a small one that's like uh kind of like a novelty size version or whatever. Yeah, and so nice. you know, drunk Amazon Ian is never a good idea, but he he ends up buying one, and so and he loves it. He he owns a skate shop, so he keeps it at a skate shop actually, which is kind of a smart idea because if you have people hanging out and skating and whatever and this this skate shop is next door to a brewery so oh yeah there um, you go. a lot of the people that go to the brewery to drink and hang out on their big patio and stuff um pass by the skate shop and are always like oh cool there's a skate shop there um so i feel like if you're you're slinging roller dogs for a couple of bucks or something you probably make some money but yeah, anyway there's a, there's a, wide, a red or something. wide variety of different types of roller dogs you can yeah roller dog apparatus can buy on, on amazon <laughs> so anyway so he has this hot dog roller we kind of make fun of him for it or whatever although my other buddy has a hot dog toaster which is a thing oh, you can I've look seen up those. yeah i've seen those um and uh but anyway and so he was talking about um he stopped by this shell station like every morning on his way to work and he like knows the people there he goes there every day and uh he would always eat the hot dogs from their rollers or whatever and so he was talking to them one time he's like yeah i got my own hot dog roller like can I buy a package of your guys's hot dogs? And they're like, yeah, whatever. Like you want them frozen or like what? And he's like, yeah, frozen would be great. And so it's like a package of like 20 and he just buys them for whatever their cost is or whatever. And it's like his favorite hot dog is shell shell gas station. brand. Hot dog. Wow. And so, and apparently it's the thing that they started ordering an extra one for him because they know he'll come in and buy I don't know, maybe once a month or something. Gas station dogs, wow. How how fast do you go through 20 hot dogs? I guess if you have a roller, maybe faster than than normal. But um, So now he's buying commercial-grade hot dogs, um, which uh, just amuses me, I guess. I've never had a Shell hot dog, and I haven't had one of his. I had a a hardware store parking lot hot dog uh, this week, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, there was Was just a little... Yeah, well... So I asked him, I was like, they, they were like, what do you want on it? And I was like, I don't know, just like whatever, like I'm from Chicago, so I know what Chicago style hot dog is, but like, what would you call like a Tennessee style hot dog? And it was like basically a chili dog with um, sweet uh, coleslaw on top of it. Oh, that sounds awesome. Which was like way better than I was expecting. He was like putting it together and I was like, is this guy fucking with me or like, no, that sounds what's really going on with this? And it was actually surprisingly good. Huh. I, uh, I'm actually a, a shameless snob hot dog snob like i only really like nathan's and nathan's. uh oh man vienna beef is so much better though is it i'll try it i i pretty much anything that's not like the um regular ass hot dogs i'm not a big fan of vienna because beef they might have be like a, a bad texture like i feel like nathan's yeah. it tastes almost like a sausage which is good to me vienna beef might uh, be a chicago regional thing though i don't know if you can get that everywhere mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, as we are learning, you can go online and just order stuff from anywhere. Yeah, so fair enough. Um, but yeah, regular hot dogs just kind of don't do it for me. They're okay, but they just like aren't as good as as Nathan's is is my main jam. The, so. Cos- the Costco dogs are the best. Like, I do actually like those hot Costco dog. dogs. Yeah, those those are good too. Um, and they're gigantic, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty awesome. You know what we um like so we got an air fryer. We did uh, uh chicken nuggets in the air fryer yesterday and they were fucking insane. Ooh, really? Yeah, it was like really it's really wild how an air fryer just like turns these like kind of like mediocre food, like mediocre frozen food that you would have made on like a cookie sheet in your oven into yeah. like damn, this is Amazing. really good. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the best nuggets are from Costco, too. The panko crested. Yeah, that's what we got. Is that the ones that you get? Yeah. Oh, those are so... I, swi- I recently switched from Dino Nuggets because they didn't have Dino Nuggets, but they had these, and so we got them. And I was like, oh, my God, I've been living a lie for years <laughs> on Dino Nuggets that I thought were good. They're not good at all. These yeah. panko crusts are the best. We, I, I did the same thing. I got those, but I was looking for the Dino Nuggets because I, I always yeah. saw them there. And I was like, I want to buy those fucking dinosaur nuggets. And yeah, no, bueno. I think I think the, the panko nuggets are like an underground sensation because we've gone there a few times where they don't have them. And we're like, oh, huh. no, what do we do? Like our bag is getting low. <laughs> underground sensation. Yeah. Yeah. And I turned some I've turned several friends onto them, too, who are like, uh, yeah, those are the best nuggets I've ever had. So, well, there you go. I feel like we're just like air fried. I can only imagine air fried. Dude, just spend the fucking forty dollars on the Costco air fryer next time you're there. It will change your it's life. It's not really the money; it's the space. We have yeah. too many appliances as is. No, but I know how that is. Hopefully, we'll have a new kitchen by the end of this year. We'll see. Yeah, what's going on with the the house situation after your house got hit by a car? Well, there's still a hole in the house. And, um, but we are moving forward with our, uh, it'll be a combination repair. And then, um, I think the last time we talked about this, uh, I don't even remember if we, it was just me and you talking about it or we you mentioned you want to put a second story on your house. Yeah. So we were going to build a second story above that room that was like a two, two car garage conversion into our living room. So it would have been like a roughly almost 400 square foot. Um, space that we were going to turn into like a master bedroom and a master bath and a big closet and possibly branch off and do a little office space too. Um, and so, uh, the, that was the main plan. We have a contractor, we had a guy come out and do our drafting and take all the measurements and stuff. And, um, it's pretty much boils down to, uh, reinforcing the, um, foundation is going to be like ridiculously expensive and um we kind of knew that going in but we don't we weren't sure how expensive until we actually take the measurements and have an engineer look at everything and tell us what we actually need to do but one of the surprising things i found is that um i always thought like well hey that room is on solid ground it's the rest of my Mm -hmm. house is raised and has like a crawl space but the garage is on a a cement pad yeah yeah um, because it's that's like a normal for a garage right um, and so it's, it's, I always thought like, oh, because that's already on just a big cement pad, it must be easier to build a second story onto that. Cause it's already got like, you know, right. uh, uh, a good foundation or whatever, but that's not the case. And in fact, especially the era of my, when my house was built in the forties, um, one of the things they do is they actually, uh, pour like a, a wall foundation like a mini wall in the ground that only goes down about 12 inches yeah and then they pour the cement into the middle of that to create the pad and so it's not like one big solid pad or whatever but um it's only goes down 12 inches around the foundation anyway because it's just made for being a garage and um to you so if you want to build a second story to support all that weight or whatever you actually have to dig down to that original foundation and then go deeper and pour oh, under it, reinforce it all around or whatever. Um, as opposed to if I wanted to build something over the part of the house that has the crawl space, it's actually a lot easier because you can go into that crawl space and pour a pad and then support it with, you know, a, a beam or, or whatever. Well, is that the plan and now so, then to do that instead of the original idea or? 
maybe it's still a little bit in flux but then we had um we had another idea too where like our main thing is we just need one extra room out of this house right um and so because we were going to build over that that space that was so big anyway it just made sense to like build out everything you want a big huge master bathroom and a big closet and whatever because you have this huge space to work with um there was also probably a little too small to turn into like multiple rooms or anything like that so um but really we just need the one extra room and so now our new idea was to um build an addition kind of on our front porch area um oh that goes out into like the front yard yeah, it wouldn't actually go out into the front yard because the way our house is, it's kind of hard to explain. Like the garage room sticks out further and then the the bedroom that's on the other side of our house sticks out further. And then the middle of our house is kind of indented where the entry is and there's a, a covered porch and then a, a little planter box area or whatever. And so if you're looking down at our house from the top, it would be kind of like a U. Um, and so we want to fill in part of the, the middle of the U with a room. Um, that's, that's this planner in our front porch area that we don't like anyway. And I'll be sad to admit, uh, we would lose our front porch, which I do like, but, um, we don't hang out there a whole lot anyway. And so we're eventually going to fence in the front yard and we can actually build out a little front porch ish type thing, um, on another part of our yard, which I think will be fine. But anyway, Hmm. and so if we do it this way, it should be a lot cheaper because you're going to, you'll have to tie into the existing foundation, but it not to the extent of putting a oh, second yeah, yeah. that that and, always uh, seemed insanely ambitious when you were yeah. talking about that and so if we build this room out we want to do it kind of like picture like a sun room with lots of windows or whatever and then that would be a dining room um and then we would turn um our existing dining room into a kitchen um which makes a lot of sense because it has like a sliding door to the backyard and stuff like that and it's a bigger space so we'd have a bigger kitchen um, and then the thing that's the kitchen right now, which is kind of in the corner of our house, we would actually turn into the, the fourth bedroom or spare room slash office or whatever. Um, and so if we go that route, we still get the extra room we want. We don't get our own master bathroom, which I'm not a big, I don't, I don't really care. It'd be cool, but it's not like, you know, you it's, just have talking, one. it's like half the cost to do it this way as opposed to building a yeah, second yeah, story. Yeah. And I don't, you know, um, and then we'll uh, get a new kitchen, which we need anyway. Our kitchen's kind of haggard. And then we'll still redo our existing bathroom to make it a little more functional. Um, but then we would have, uh, eventually, when we have the two kids, they'll each have space for their own room. For a while, I think they will share. And um, we'll have a dedicated spare room for family and stuff. And then I'll have an office where the kitchen was. And I think if we do it all this, it'll be much, much, much cheaper. Yeah. Um, to the point that we'll still have money to do, like we need to resurface our pool and stuff like that and do some other, um, fix some concrete issues around the backyard in terms of like that where water pools up when it rains and stuff like that. We've been yeah. needing to redo that for a while and then put the fence in in the front yard like we were talking. So on one hand, it'd be like if we build a second story addition, it'd probably tap us out in terms of like how much money we are able to afford to put into this. And then all the other things would have to wait until another time. If we do it this way, I think we could probably do everything this year and then have it be done. Yeah, I mean, real nice to just get a contractor over to your house and just be like, all right, here's the list, guys. Go nuts. Instead of it being like, all right, we got a guy over to put a fence in. Okay, now we need to find another guy to do the concrete fixing. Like, blah, blah, blah. 
So that's where we're at right now. Actually, the guy that take, took all our measurements is going to be drawing the construction plans and stuff too. So he'll, I meet with him on Tuesday and then uh, we'll figure out like our, our actual plan of where the new room will go. And um, also trying to find out a, a, a pricing approximation too, because like I said, you have to tie, even if you do a ground floor expansion, you still have to tie in to the existing foundation, which can sometimes be tricky. But also I learned my city would rather you build up on an existing footprint than expand the footprint. Oh, interesting. So if you build an addition outwards, their fees and stuff for permits and stuff go up a lot. Huh. And so the way my contractor is explaining it is like, it's probably going to be cheaper to do what you're talking about, a single story thing, but it might not be as cheap as you think it'll be. Um, and so if it's comparable to do the second story, we might just do it anyway because you do get a lot more space that way. But um, I think this will end up being a lot cheaper in the long run. So that's a yeah. good thing. So. Yeah. I, um, as, as someone that's done ambitious remodeling stuff, I uh, mm-hmm. am not looking. I, I don't know. It's uh, a lot. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a lot, but it turns out to be a lot. It'll be a lot. and um, But it'll also be like... Uh, We've lived here five years and we've, we've, I think really identified like the problem areas and, um, it'd be nice to get everything taken care of because I don't think we'd want to do anything else maybe forever. You know yeah. what I mean? And I guess if we ever had to, we could always revisit the second story option down the road if we like <laughs> accidentally had a bunch more kids or something like that. So you know what I've seen a lot of people in uh, like a COVID project, a few friends of mine have done is um, mm-hmm. that, you know, now suddenly work from home and need like an office space for your house mm-hmm. is like you mm-hmm. um, uh, basically pick out a cool spot in your backyard and you put like a shed that you then like finish inside, mm-hmm. you know, with like, mm-hmm. you know, the vinyl plank flooring and like, you know, insulation right. and drywall and then just throw like a, um, you know, uh, uh, AC in the wall mm-hmm. or, you know, like one of those, like, just like basically like the hotel room units, you know, that can do AC right. and heat or whatever. And then yeah. you've got, you know, another, I don't know, hundred, 150, 200 square feet of office space potentially that yeah. can just kind of like exist independent of your house that, yeah. um, and, and like, that's the kind of thing like you can do like 90% of that shit yourself beyond like getting yeah. a, an electrician to like get wiring out there and stuff like that. Cause you're not going right. to have like water or anything in there. It's just like, yeah, you know, insulation's easy. Drywall's easy ish. Mm-hmm. Paint's easy. Flooring's easy. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah I like that. Yeah. Oh, there's your dog. Yeah. The UPS guy's probably here. Oh, but, um, yeah. Dog alarm. Dog I, uh, alarm. I would do that if we had the space anywhere in our yard for that, it would have to come in the front yard, which would be awkward. Oh yeah. That'd be crazy. Uh, I was thinking, like, oh, yeah. where you have that, like, um, like covered area by your pool, like little pool shed, like turn that into kind of like a bigger shed sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah, that shed, um, man, we need to clean that one out. And I've thought about ways of like it'd be cool if that was larger, because it's weird too. That shed is built; it's part of the structure that keeps that overhang up. Yeah, and um, so it's like I think it would be weird to expand it, but then. Behind it, we have a telephone pole that we can't block because we have to, it's like a, whatever oh, it's called. Yeah, easement. Easement or something. Yeah. yeah, we're like, you know, if somebody needs, from the power company needs to get up there, they we have to let them in and yeah. whatever. Um, and so you can't build too close to it. And some of that, it's like a lot of wasted space back there, which kind of drives me nuts. So, 
but anyway, uh, my friends did do that with like a shed. They made, she made a workshop for her like painting and stuff like that. Yeah. They can uh, turn out really surprisingly cute. big shed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they're, they're like works. not that expensive for the space you get. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can spend like a couple thousand bucks and get like a really, really good shell to, mm-hmm. then, you know, just kind of like slowly turn nice over, you know, whatever time period you can work on it. Yeah. Right. Right. So, I don't know, man. So I guess how far, how much further off the rails can we go from a video game podcast? What have we talked about today? Inflatable spas and hot dogs and inner tubes and sheds, home remodeling, remodeling, air frying. Um, (laughs) uh, Oh, we've had the, um, we've had the George Floyd thing on in the background. That's pretty crazy to hear. I am not following along. Well, what's, what's nuts is that, so but I, I see some headlines. Yeah. So. so like, I don't know, like I try not to follow the news too much just in general. Cause it's always bums, like it universally bums me out. Right. Like very rarely do you read the news and you're just like, Oh, that's great. You know, like, like how mm-hmm. often does that happen? Right. So, um, you know, you hear all this terrible stuff. I'm just like, wow, that sucks. And I, I don't need to really dig into it that much more. Cause I just don't need to be bummed out about. It, right. But we've had this trial on and like, I'm like captivated by like what the defense can even do against this. I mean, like it is so much worse than I was expecting. You know, it seems that way, but don't hold your breath. Yeah. That I mean, anything's going to come from this. Like this morning they had this doctor guy on that talked about how he was basically just like dead for like half the time that they were mm-hmm. still on him and stuff. I'm just like, Oh my God, I had no idea of like all these like crazy details, but yeah i don't know i uh yeah i'm i i i don't want to follow any of that <laughs> I've been i mean it's, it's like a mega mega bummer you know like but yeah. i just i had no idea the details and i think like most of the people that formed opinions on this like also didn't know like many of these details that have come out in this trial that yeah i don't know man it's gonna be an interesting couple yeah. of weeks with whatever happens with that like yeah it's sad well we're going to be in for a crazy summer like we did with the, the BLM summer. If you know, once a verdict comes out, I kind of think either way, there's going to be a, whatever the verdict ends up being, that there's going to be some blowback right. in some form. So right. yeah. But I mean like, you know, with, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's just, it's been really yeah. interesting. Like just listening to it, the background during the day and stuff. Yeah. 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 But well, do you uh, want to talk about the one news story that, that we have? Yeah, I, think and... that, I think we've gone for that was as far off the rails as I feel like I can go. Um, yeah, I had one interesting thing to talk about this week that I figured was worth bringing up, and is related to video games. So, yeah. well, I guess to so to, uh, to rewind this, like so, XCloud stuff launched um, what last year. I think because that was still in my rental. I think it was late 2019, wasn't it? Oh, was it that long? Well, no, I'm saying xCloud on mobile. Like when they they did that like weird browser hack thing. I think that was late last year. Yeah. Or something like that. I don't remember. But um, but at the time it was like, um, it was cool and you could play it and you'd be like, oh, this is neat. And it does work. I mean, like the experience is not like Mm -hmm. really incredible, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it does, does its thing. Um, yeah. And the only, but the only thing that had actually had touch controls was, uh, Minecraft dungeons. Right. And now is there, 
like it seems like almost like all of the good first party stuff has a lot of it does and yeah i'm looking back it <laughs> this did just launch last year i feel like it was way longer ago than that uh i guess they were doing the beta for a really long time maybe like a year before that but um so the official launch of xcloud was in september um and at that point that's when i bought um a fire tablet just to have an android device to be able to try it out or whatever and works reasonably well like just around my house you know i've never gone obviously haven't been like out and about traveling to try it or anything like that um although i will say that android the the fire tablets are just junk and yeah. over time well i mean you know not, at the price point they sell them at i mean like you can't really expect, expect? too much you know because like what the the fire tablet is like <laughs> 60 bucks or so right something like that yeah less than 100 yeah. whatever it is yeah, they're super cheap, and uh, you kind of get what you pay for. I think if I was going to go, like, have a desire to have an Android device again, I would be like, I'm going to spend at least a couple hundred bucks on, like, a, a name-ish brand better, you know, tablet. But I don't care enough to do that. Uh, supposedly, um, xCloud will be coming to iOS still some point this year by way of a web app. I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet because um, – Everyone else got their web app going, like Stadia and Luna, and uh, I think there's another one. That, oh, GeForce Now uses the web app. So I'm kind of surprised it's taken Microsoft this long to get their xCloud um, iOS web app into shape. But for whatever reason, uh, it's taken a while. But um, the big news of this week with xCloud was that, yeah, they added touch controls to more than 50 games that are part of Game Pass. Um, so people that have xCloud on um, Android and someday in the future ios um you can play these games without connecting a controller it has native touchscreen support and um it's kind of cool how they do it at least with minecraft dungeons it was relatively like uh specific to that game right it's not like a lot of other things are just like here's a random virtual button setup that just appears on the screen and it'll just kind of like a catch-all virtual buttons to, to use to mimic a, a controller or whatever. Um, the one in Minecraft Dungeon feels more like Minecraft Dungeon-y, like specific to that game in a lot of ways. Um, and so I think they're taking their time to kind of like consider each game that they add the virtual controls to to make sure it works for them instead of just being like an overlay, um, right. which I think is kind of cool. Because you can do like Stadia um, and I think GeForce Now both have like default overlays for games if you're playing on touch and you don't have a controller. So you can play, but it's like, especially on Stadia, um, in my experience, the times I've used it, it's like a crazy mess of virtual <laughs> buttons everywhere all over the screen. Like not even in any, anywhere that makes sense. Like completely covering your yeah, view it's of everything. super bad. Buttons. Surprisingly bad. Um, yeah, so it's nice for them to take time to actually do this sort of thing uh, right and make these actually feel like a mobile native experience or whatever. Um, so Dragon Quest uh, Eleven and Gears 5 and Slay the Spire um, all have this new uh, touch control support or whatever. Yeah, which some, is of, kind of, some cool. of these games like on the list, like you look at me like, oh yeah, that would totally work as a touch game. And then yeah. it's, you know, like other ones, it's like that. I, I don't even know why you would add these to encourage, like, like no one's going to be playing like Gears five on there. I don't know. I mean, people like, like some of these five. games have like so much interaction with, you know, like holding on different triggers yeah. and stuff like that, that like, yeah, 
I don't know. Other, I don't, maybe controller out. <laughs> have they like modified the games in any ways that it doesn't seem like it. And I would be highly surprised if that was the case. Uh, but I guess you never know, especially first party stuff from Microsoft. They could just be like, yo, add auto firing for when you're using virtual controls on gears five or something like that to, to, you know, make it work right or, or whatever. But, um, as far as I know, no, they haven't, they haven't messed with the games at all, but, uh, still pretty interesting. I'm, I just want this to hurry up and come to iOS because, uh, I don't think my Android tablet's up to the task anymore yeah. to, uh, goof around with this stuff. It's just, everything's so slow on it now. It's, I need to just totally wipe that thing and start over. Uh, but yeah, kind of cool that they're doing this. I also, this makes me think that iOS must be close too, if yeah. they're rolling this stuff out. I feel like they probably, it makes sense to want to have like a, a hefty amount of touch only games or, you know, touch supported games, um, ready before you bust out the big push for iOS support or whatever. Um, cause that'll be nothing would be worse to be like, we're on iOS now. And Oh, by the way, like one game has virtual controls and everything else needs a controller or it's a bad experience with touch or whatever to, to turn people off from it. Um, so yeah, pretty interesting to see what's going to happen with game pass. I'm still all high on the whole game pass thing. Um, I would love to play all these games on my iPhone. Yeah. And you can play them on your Xbox too, which you own. Yeah, I could. Huh. <laughs> that's a thought. Um, I can't play my Xbox on my couch though, which that's a big thing. Uh, I mean, you can play it on your couch while you have it on your TV. Yeah. But then I can't watch something else on the TV or can I, is there a way around that? I guess you could do picture in picture. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The TV still have picture in picture. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like if you're playing, if, uh, I'm giving up the TV to watch TV and then playing games on the little window, you might as well play it on your phone, right? Same size. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that's it. That's the video game related discussion of the week that I had set aside. Unless anything else is popping up to you. I guess there's some no. juicy stuff happening with uh, the Apple Epic case is about yeah, to go Yeah, that down. Like just happened as soon as we started recording. I kind of want to dig into that and see what uh, what's going on. By the time people are listening to this, there could be all sorts of interesting stuff that comes out. They just did like a huge document dump. Yeah, it's kind of like, man, um, I hate this whole thing because I hate both sides of this. I feel like Apple is in the wrong in a lot of ways and Epic's in the wrong in a lot of ways. And the actual specific case that they're fighting, I feel like isn't going to resolve either of their things that they're doing that are shitty. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but like Apple, I feel like has there, there is something to be said for them. Like not necessarily having a monopoly, but having unfair advantages over others and then claiming all the time how the app store is this equal playing ground for everybody when I don't think that's the case. And then there's the whole, the whole issue of like their 30% cut or whatever, which I don't super care about, but I feel like it's, it is worth addressing after, you know, being exactly how it is for the last 13 years. I feel like it's, it needs, it's time for it to evolve. And they slowly are doing that with like their small business program or whatever. And, there's more that can be done in that area, I think, too. But I also think there's something to be said for Epic that's like, yeah, it's nice that Apple's there and they do provide a lot of stuff for developers and they do, they you know, they ushered in the App Store era, which I think is really cool. But um, 
is it fair that they get 30% of their gajillions of dollars we've been making on Fortnite? Like, what are they really doing to earn that? Because we could be making that same amount of money on our own. We don't need Apple for right. this. You know what right. I mean? And so in cases like that, I do think it's kind of shitty that it's like Apple just takes this huge portion of profits um, for not really doing much. Um, so I don't know. It's like a, a sticky situation. I don't think this trial... No, no, I don't think anything's going to come from it. Yeah, uh, I don't. It, it would be cool to think so. that like you could get like real third-party distribution on iOS devices, but I kind of doubt that that's going to. I do think that would be a cool outcome, and I don't think that will be the outcome. And then I also think that's scary to set that precedent to have a, a judge be like, "There's nothing wrong with having a totally closed app store, and Apple doesn't have to allow people to do whatever they want with their phone." Because you could just go buy an Android phone, <laughs> like that's right. not, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I feel like is a terrible, that's a stupid, uh, stupid. Yeah, thing to... that that's not a realistic thing. Um, so it's dumb. I don't know. The whole thing is dumb. But I'll be watching to see what happens. I guess. But I think in this case, it's like the, both they both suck. Apple and Epic both suck. That's my hot take. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's hard to root for either side. But but anyway, so yeah, there was a bunch of uh, of new details to that whole thing that they got released today. And then I think the actual trial is next month. So Yeah, it's it. Well, uh, yeah, in May. So we'll see what May. happens with all that. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's wrap things up. I know you got uh, a hard stopping time. Yeah. And then, uh, so we should probably wrap things up for this week. Uh, if you tuned in for video game discussion, I apologize. <laughs> Talk about video games. But you know that's not that different for us. You usually only get like half an hour of video game discussion yeah. out of the hour. So <laughs> Sorry. Not too far off what our new usual show is anyway. So uh, hopefully you enjoyed the Freeform Jazz episode of the Touch Arcade Show this week. Uh, and like I mentioned before, we are recording Thursday instead of Friday. So um, if some some mega bombs drop tomorrow... I think there'll be something in those news. documents that as soon as people... Actually, I think there'll be something in those documents as people like actually Probably. have time to go through them because they dropped like minutes yeah. ago. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> I feel like that's always the case when we, we do a Thursday recording that something big, whether video game related or not, happens on a Friday that we don't get to talk about until the next week. So yeah. uh, look out for that to happen. And then... Uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. As always, Touch Arcade is primarily supported through our readers and our listeners and our viewers. So if you like what we do and want to see us continue doing it, continue limping along, uh, please check out patreon.com forward slash Touch Arcade. Consider throwing a little support our way. And you can also help us out by doing your Amazon shopping through toucharcade.com forward slash Amazon. And we'll get a little kickback from the affiliate link action at no extra cost to yourself. Um, and of course, you can do your Game Club free trial through the the banner on our front page. Thirty days of the best gaming subscription service around yeah. for free on iOS or Android. So be sure to check that out if you haven't already. And with all that, thanks again for listening, and we'll be back with another episode of the Touch Arcade Show next week. See ya. <laughs>